Andy Maslin joins us after Game 4, Stanley Cup Finals. Bruins lose 4-2, empty netter, making it 4-2. Bruins gave up a goal in the first 37 seconds of the game. I'm pretty pissed off, Andy Maslin. How you doing? Um, you want to talk about Patriots OTAs? <laughs> yes, mandatory Patriots minicamp starts tomorrow, right? Uh, yes. yes. And that's what uh, we're here for. Defending champions. Defending uh, tar- target on their back. Uh, I like what Belichick's doing as big receivers. Uh, great podcast. Have a good night. All right, everybody. Be good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Bruins. Um, but let me ask a question to start. What is up with the Blues looking like jokers one night and then looking absolutely amazing in the follow-up game? Thing could be said about Boston. I mean, I, I felt like Boston just played with a lack of intensity tonight after really turning it on yesterday, uh, two nights ago. So, I mean, I like I said, I said it on the podcast the other night, momentum I just don't think carries over game to game. For sure. Um, all right, Char is hurt. Char came back with a college hockey mask but didn't actually play. Hit in the face. Bruins on defense are dropping like flies. And the Blues seem to keep getting dudes back who haven't played in six weeks, and they keep scoring goals. That's not good. Um, first, let it be said, the loss tonight is my fault. Oh, what'd you do? I fell, I fell asleep and I missed. I, I, I fell asleep and I woke up at like eight twenty, and the Bruins were down one nothing. That's on me. Oh, Andy, my fault. My fault. But the thing about the, the Bruins getting hurt and in in, in Charles was a you know a puck to the face, so it wasn't you know a physical play. Correct. But this is what the Blues have done in past series. They play a they're they're big team. They play a physical style, and they wear teams out. And, and the argument has been made. That's why you know early in these some of these series, you know it's been two two or they've been down two one in the series. But as you get later in the series, the physical beating that the Blues put on you really takes its toll. Sure. I don't see that happening yet to the Bruins, but it's, it's, it's you know, you see a lot of Bruins guys going to the bench with, you know, being banged up a little bit. And, you know, they're out there the next shift, but does that take a toll? Does it make them, you know, a... Uh, a little bit slower, a little bit more banged up. Maybe they don't get to a loose puck. It, it's, it's. I can definitely see it being a factor as the series goes on. Yeah, I mean, game five, pivotal as always. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. So the Blues' third goal was bang, bang, basically a thing of beauty. But the worst part is that was at 10-22 in the third period. The Bruins got one shot on net the rest of the way. I, I actually was just gonna. I was gonna ask if they got anything after that because they didn't generate any offense. And that goal, that was that was a lack of intensity goal from the Bruins. I, you had the defenseman and you had the backside winger, both not pick up that guy coming down the slot. The backside winger, I don't know who it was. Um, I, I, I wasn't. I mean, I was, I'm watching in a hotel room, so it's you know not quite oh, like. Home. Where are you calling us from? Uh, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Oh, we love the old PBG. Yeah, so, um, you know, the guy, they got caught watching the puck a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, it's just kind of a situational play. You see a guy, you know, I think it was uh, Petrangelo who, who, who took the uh, original shot there. You know, he's not really shooting to score there. He's shooting to generate offense. You know, you know that guy's coming in. And the Tarasenko goal earlier in the game, and I, I know they made a point in the broadcast that they lost him coming off the bench, but same thing. You know, they, they did a change, and who, whoever's 
job it is, you know, like I said, whether it's backside wing or the center or the, or the defenseman, uh, they're, they're letting guys free in the slot and they're not, they're not getting a, a stick on them. They're on both of them. They were puck watching. And, and you, you just, that's going to burn you. And, 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 you know, such a, a close game versus a good team. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, let me ask you this question. A couple, a couple questions relative to hockey. I want your take on it. You've already yes. established firmly. Played on ice. Uh, do they use sticks? They use sticks, yes. Uh, is there a puck involved? Yes. Fantastic. Okay, same sport. Um, so in basketball, a lot of times in the playoffs, we talk about the role players play better at home than on the road. Now, this series in hockey, it's one-to-one in both cities, right? It's both cities split at home and away. Do you buy into any type of home team uh, mojo for, like, fourth liners or not really? Uh, not all that much. Um, tonight it was interesting. Like, you, you mentioned role players, and we've talked in, on each podcast how the Bruins fourth line and third fourth lines have been excellent and been their best lines. They didn't show up tonight. They didn't yeah. play well. I don't I don't remember hearing at all about the, uh, the Bruins fourth line at all tonight. And then Ryan O'Reilly, who's arguably the Blues' best player, I thought he's been pretty much invisible this whole series. He played real well tonight. Yeah, two goals. Big night. And he, he gave him the win. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, tonight was the first ever Stanley Cup victory in the city of St. Louis in their entire history. This is both the losers. Right. But in some way, this was the Super Bowl for them because the Bruins came out two nights ago, found a way to dominate them at home and in, in many ways. And again, they, they even the series up, and the series can go any one of three ways the rest of the way. But, um, or I guess four ways, whatever. Um, do you think that they were basically – and I know it was do or die, but do you think it was like we got to get our fans a game and can they, can they ever match that intensity again? Uh, like I, I'm just not a huge – I'm just not a person who thinks that, that guys playing for the Stanley Cup, um, uh, that a whole uh, a city being charged up is going to affect them. They're professionals at the highest level. No, I mean the guys though. The guys on the team extra charged up to give their fans like their first ever. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. Okay, I don't think it. the guy who's played hockey his entire life and is in the NHL is thinking, "I'm in the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm going to try harder because my my fans are cheering for me." <laughs> you sure? That's fair. Hey, so here's a hot take. Uh, Clifton, of course, he gives up the empty netter goal. I don't think everything that Clifton does is bad, but usually when the Bruins lose, it, Clifton's not doing a good job. Um, he's, our, yeah, I mean, he's our sixth defenseman, with once again, with Chara out, not playing, Chris Look out. So essentially, I see a pattern here. When a, Bruins de- when, a, when a Bruins defenseman can't play a whole game and they go to five, they're screwed. Yeah. Um, and, and overall, I mean, I thought that kind of play on the empty netter was kind of a microcosm of the Bruins' play all night. I felt, and it, it was with some of what St. Louis was doing, um, but some of just Boston just playing poorly, where they were they were just stick handling the puck, uh, you know, trying to stick handle through a, a Blues, you know, defensive front and def- defenseman forwards kind of stacked up the blue line in the neutral zone, and they just weren't getting it in. I felt they turned the puck over. Numerous times tonight, trying to stick handle through that. And that's something they haven't done, uh, you know, in, in prior games. Um, it's felt we had a lot of turnovers in the neutral zone, and led to a, a lot of chances for the Blues. Yeah, incredibly sloppy overall. So here's another hot take for you. 
I am starting to hate the Blues worse than I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think? No, I hate the Eagles. But well, I, I mean, here's the thing about the Eagles: is the Eagles you play them once every four years, and they got us in the Super Bowl. They outplayed us. Our defense stunk, and it's one game. This is four games in like six days, and I can't stand these guys. Yeah, uh, here's here's the I, I can't stand them, um, uh, but uh, I, I just don't see a rivalry there. I mean, oh, yes, it's not a rivalry. Yes, it's it's a, yeah. I mean, it's a Stanley Cup Finals, but you know, Philadelphia and Boston. I think being you know Northeast cities, major cities. I mean, St. Louis is a nothing city, <laughs> so I think I think that changes the rivalry a little bit. Um, and, and like I said, I, I think some of the hatred you get that you're feeling is just the way St. Louis plays. They play a dirty physical game. So let me ask you this: I agree with you that they play a dirty physical game, and I understand that. The goal in the playoffs is to not get into fights and is not to get five-minute majors and get thrown out of games. And obviously it's the guy who retaliates and always gets the penalty, not the guy who causes the penalty. But at some point, do you just rip off the gosh darn gloves and start breaking guys' faces or what? Um, the people with broken faces will be the Bruins. Because the, the, they're too the, small? They're, they're, they, I mean, who, who I, does anyone in the Bruins lineup right now, I'm thinking maybe bring, have more than five fighting majors on the season? Right. So can we sign Sean Thornton to a short-term deal? I would go with Ogie Oglethorpe from the movie Slapshot. What about Lyndon Byers at 65 years old, LB? LB, PJ Stock, Jay Miller. I mean, we'll just go over the Bruins, Goons. I, I, like if, I think that's – here. I, I know what you're saying. I feel it. I want to see it. I want to see someone drop the gloves. But I think if you start doing that, then you are now playing in St. Louis's favor. Okay, so how do you? You're the coach. You got you got you got the whiteboard and the whistle. What do you do? Like, how do you get this thing back to where you need it? No one is really worried about the uh, the Blues' physicality and dirty play when the Bruins went up seven to two. Correct. You uh, you just have to outplay them. You have to outskate them. Um, I thought the Bruins stunk tonight. They did again. Losses, the Bruins have stunk. I just don't get it. It's just weird how it's so intermittent. Um, so, okay, so we're looking at, by the way, I'm, I will never hate anybody like the 2003 Yankees. I just want to put that out there. Okay. I wrote that out there. So, and the other thing is, I'm so angry about like the, the 2011 Canucks series was an incredibly bitter series, but the Bruins were not favored, so it, it never felt the way I feel right now. The Bruins team that year kind of reminded me of the this Blues. St. Louis team this yeah. year. Yeah. The difference, though, is that, and again, Biddington had a crap night in game three, he played much better tonight. But like Tim Thomas was on his head. I mean, I won't say you. I mean, he was he was he wasn't good last night, the other night. But tonight, I, I didn't even think he was really challenged. I I think if you're looking at the Bruins' great A scoring chances, you're looking at, at two or three. You know, I, I just don't think they really challenged them tonight. And and you know, a lot of it is what St. Louis is doing. But but I didn't think Bennington. I can't think of a point in that game where I say, oh, Bennington's really holding them in there. Agreed. How, how much of what they do changes night to night in terms of like the team styles, or um, no, or nothing at all? Uh, you know, some of it's the flow of the game. St. Louis going up early, you know, one nothing early really allows them to do things um, a little bit differently. Um, 
you know, and, and not that it mattered the other night, like, you know, you go back to that, but, you know, the home team having the last the last change on the face-off, that, that's huge. Then, you know, the home team gets the matchups they want. Um, you know, the line matchups they want. Um, a lot of it goes with how the refs call it, but you're, you're basically trying to do basically the same thing each night. And, and you know, you watch film, and there, there are small adjustments you make. Um, but the teams are the teams, you know, you, you might pick up one small thing they're doing differently or one small thing they've changed, but you, you know where you get into when the game starts. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What do you think about this take game five winner wins the series? You buying that or is it still too wide open to even make that claim? If the Bruins win game five, I say game five winner wins the series. If the Bruins <laughs> win, I say the, the, game, the, the, uh, the game five winner does not win the series. Gotcha. Also, often no one, no one's been talking about this outside shot that the Bruins do if they lose Game Five, they do forfeit and let um, the Tampa Bay Lightning come in and play the last two games because they technically were the best team in the East, and we want the Eastern Conference to win because we're all about the conference. Oh. SEC, SEC, SEC. Roll Tide. <laughs> No, um, I, I think that I, 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 I honestly think I, free, I just have a feeling whoever wins Game Five actually wins the series in six. Yeah, you think it's they break it and they they break, break, they break the other team and it's over. Yeah, I don't know why I think that because nothing that has happened has shown that to be anything close to being true. It's just a feeling I get. All right, so the hot take alert is that the winner of Game Five wins Game Six. Yes, and that's the series. Yes. So you're you're basically saying no Game Seven. Uh, yes, uh, that's where I stand right now. Like I said, based on nothing that's actually happened. No, it's a hot take, and I enjoy it. What is going on in Palm, Palm Beach Gardens right now? Anything good? Nothing. Um, I was I, I was shocked. Um, I was like, I guess it was after the first period because, like I said, I had, I had a late night last night, and then I had to drive over. I had I, I had my own hockey game last night, not the conference finals, just a men's league game. Um, you guys win the cup. Uh, we we won the men's league game, which nice. was a big nice big thing. You know, we we lo- loaded up our roster a little bit, but we got the win. Um, but so I didn't get over here. By the time I got over here, it was about one o'clock, and I had to be at work at five, so I was a little tired. And then I worked till six thirty, so I fell asleep. Like I said, I missed the first minute and a half of the game or so. And then between periods, I went to go get some food, and I realized that every like I just wanted. Was getting gonna get some takeout. Everything closed at nine. I missed everything by five minutes. So I, oh. you know, so had, not had not your something. night, not my night. But uh, it's okay. I'll worked out and back into double tree. Found some food. We're good to go. Bang, double tree. Uh, if it's Palm a spot Garden, though, cool, cool little like uh, you know, it's, I guess technically it's a suburb of, of Palm Beach County of, of of Palm Beach or West Palm Beach. But cool little thing. A lot of like, if I wanted to go out, there were a lot of good options. I was just exhausted, so I didn't go out. 100% fair Alright brother Well listen We're going to hope For a much better Game 5 uh, Your prediction On game 5 My prediction I mean I got the B's I got the B's By two goals I like it I like it And that's what We need to have happen And uh, the rest of it We'll see But We've come too far Come too far Too many Bruins pods To let us go The bad way So let's go The good way uh, all right, man. Get some rest. I will catch you post game five. Yes, sir. Yeah, buddy. Go bees. Go bees. Later, buddy. Later. All right, that's Andy Maslin. He is out.
And uh, I'm going to check my messages really quickly because there's potential that we may have a special guest. And if not, we don't. Okay, false alarm. No final guest. Cindy Harrington, done for the evening. No comments on the Bruins. So we're going to leave it there, everybody. Filibusterfreestyle.com is where you can find us. This is the Game 4 Bruins Stanley Cup recap. Uh, Not a great result for the Bruins tonight. Hopefully Game 5 goes better. And to all y'all non-hockey fans, check out the recently published and posted 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performances, ratings, and analysis from the Filibuster Freestyle with special guest Roscoe P. of Drilling Threes. We put it up today. Check it out on... Um, filibusterfreestyle.com or more importantly SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.